Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Good evening, praise the Lord, and welcome to Miracle Internet Church. I'm so happy that you're able to join us, and the Lord has a word for us tonight. Praise the name of Jesus. The Lord has a word for us tonight. He always does, but he really does tonight. And I want to thank you on behalf of the Lord Jesus Christ and his kingdom for joining us for this worship service. A special welcome to our first-time listeners. We are a Christian, non-denominational, Protestant, international, Christian, one more time, Christian, the real kind, church. (laughs) Amen? Church. We're not just a group. We're a church. We're not just individual believers all over the planet that happen to listen. No, no, no. We are a church, C-H-U-R-C-H. We are under the governance of the Godhead, God the Holy Spirit, the administrator. And yours truly, Pastor Sabrina, the pastor. I welcome you, and I pray that you receive from the Lord what you need from this service tonight. Amen? Amen. We invite everyone to join us in our chat room. And our chat room is located on our webpage. Our webpage is MiracleInternetChurch.com. MiracleInternetChurch.com. Amen? When the page comes up, if you're on a laptop or a tablet or something of that nature, across the banner you'll see MIC Radio Chat, MIC Radio Chat, and click that link. When the page changes, click Guest. When it changes again, type in your name, one of the names that's on your birth certificate, and your greeting to the saints, and the saints will respond to you in love. Amen? Praise the Lord. We want to thank the Lord for what he's doing right now. Amen? And he is changing us. He's forming us and molding us and making us into the church, the ministry that he wants to use in particular ways. Amen? And I'm thankful to him. I'm very thankful to the Lord because he's very mindful of us. He knows the gifts that he's placed in this ministry, in this church, and he fully intends to use them. Amen. Amen. We are here to be used of God. Yes, we come to church three times a week to hear the word, to be strengthened in our faith, to grow, to develop, to mature. But we're also here to be used of God. 
Amen? We're here to give our lives to the Lord in his service. You know, so many people think that church is a social organization under a religious heading, but that's not what Jesus Christ died for. He died for a viable, live body of believers that have faith in him and that love him and that obey him at all costs. Very different from how most people view the church. We belong to Jesus Christ. We are here to serve him, to worship him, to give him glory, to exhibit the character and nature of Jesus Christ in the world so that people might know him. We're witnesses of his grace, his mercy, his forgiveness, his power, his dominion. You see, we have a great, great calling. And we cannot afford to neglect it. We don't know how many days or weeks we have left to do what we're going to do on the earth in Jesus' name. So it, it behooves us to give it our all, to give it our all every day. No matter what comes our way, to give God our very best, and sometimes our very best needs some improvement. And so God's working on He See, there's some churches you can't, <laughs> I hate to say it this way, but it doesn't seem like God's very interested in them in, in certain ways. Because all they do is come together and meet and enjoy each other's company and get in each other's business and carry on church activity, if you know what I mean. But we're not that way. We're very different. God is actively using us in this day, in this time, in this hour. In the last day, we're in the end time. He's actively using us, and he's using us as a body, as a church, to change the world. Every church can't say that, but we can. We can. We are viable. What we do is important. It's meaningful, not only to the Lord, but to people on the planet. We know that there's a great war and global struggle going on. And while our part, may seem very small to us, it has tremendous impact all over the globe. Amen. God has given us a work to do. He's entrusted us, and he has to work with what we present. He's leading us, guiding us, directing us, empowering us to do his will. So we should be grateful that God has chosen to use us because, believe me, there will be churches that will, on that day when we all come together before the Lord, 
there will be churches that didn't do very much. But at least we will have some fruit to show. Amen? At least we will have some fruit to show. No, we're not the the church with the, the huge cathedral, whatever, whatever. That's not us. No, we're we're in we're out in the work field. We're doing the work he sent us to do. And so we need to give our heart to it. Amen. We need to give our heart to the work that he has given us to do because it's essential. It's important. It's impactful. God is not ignoring the adjudications that we present to him. Quite the contrary. He acts on them immediately. He acts on them immediately. Amen? And we need to be mindful of that. We need to act like we know that he does. We need to treat it with that level of respect. God is sitting on his throne waiting to receive the adjudications that we present to him. He's waiting sometimes. You know, when we get used to doing something, we can forget how powerful and how impactful what we're doing really is. Sometimes we get the ho-hum, but say that's not what we're doing. We're not doing ho-hum work. This, this is not menial labor. This is world-impactful ministry. So we need to look at it in the light of the truth of the gospel. Jesus said greater works we would do. Well, he told the truth. He said greater works we would do. So we need to trust him and believe him that he will lead us into the greater works that he has for us to do. Amen? You know, the last thing that I would want is for my living here on earth to be in vain. I want my life to have touched someone, had enough impact to bring change into someone else's life and existence. And we are doing this as a church. As a church. We're doing this as a church. So we need to remember how important we are in the makeup of God's end-time plan. We're not unimportant, not at all, not at all. So if you had allowed your viewpoint to become lackadaisical, change your viewpoint. Change your viewpoint. This isn't just something we do at the end of the service to be doing something. No. God has fed us good food. We have eaten, digested, and it's time to grow on it. Okay, now it's time to get up and do some work. Let's do some work. Amen? 
Amen. I realize that there are a lot of places people come sit there and eat whatever it, it, whatever food they're they're given, and then they just get up and go home and they don't change at all in 20 years. But we're not those people. We're changing because God has more work for us to do. Amen. Our fasting matters. It's not just a function that we do periodically. It has tremendous impact on those adjudications and on our own prayer and on our own spirituality. This isn't just something to do. No, this is our part while we are still in the earth in affecting the body of Christ and the entire world. We've got to start to look at it the way God looks at it. We've got to start seeing it the way God sees it. We can't just sit up with our own little idea thinking, well, that's just what, no, it's not that way at all. This is the plan of God. And God has allowed you to be a part of it. The very least we can show him is some gratitude. Gratitude, that's right. He could have passed right by us, but he didn't. We need to all the more dedicate ourselves to the work and to the changing within that God has called us to. We need to live to please God. I know many of us weren't raised that way. We weren't even churched that way. But this is what the Bible says we must do. We must live to please God. So either we're going to keep holding on to the old way we used to be, or we're going to shake that off and move on with the Godhead. I don't know about you, but I'm moving on with the Godhead. I invite you to join us. Amen? I invite you to join us. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you for the privilege, the honor, and the opportunity to serve you here on the earth. We have a unique position in the body of Christ. And you have so blessed us and graced us to fill this capacity. Thank you. We are honored and we are blessed. Thank you, Lord. Help each of us to see this work the way you see it. To give it the position of importance and significance and worth and value that you give you, Lord, for helping us to get a God point of view. Thank you, Lord, for helping us to get a God point of view. 
You see, the things that the world considers to be significant aren't so significant to God. But what we're doing, Father, pleases you. And we want to thank you for this privilege, honor, and opportunity to please you while we are yet in the earth. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We thank you for the grace that you have released to us. We thank you for the love that you surround us in. We thank you for your very presence in our midst, Lord. Help us to do what you have called us to do. Help us to do what you have called us to do. Father, we give you praise, glory, and honor for showing us what we need to do more. What we need to do more. Open our eyes, Father. Open our hearts so we can see and comprehend and perceive the will of God for us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for helping us not only to put our hands to the plow, but to keep them there. Father, you have to have faithful, dependable workers in the harvest field. We pray that we will be those persons, those saints, that will be in faith with you, whatever you tell us to do, whatever you tell us to do. Some of us desire to be used of God. Others of us, not so much. We ask, Father, that you bring us into unity, into unity, a unity that the enemy cannot shake. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. And we thank you for the word of God that you're releasing to us tonight in our hearts and in our spirits. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, Lord. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. We thank you, Lord, that as we Seek your faith. As we read your word, it imparts your faith to our hearts. Your word, Father, renews our minds so that we are able to prove what is your good, acceptable, and perfect will in our lives. Your wonderful word also imparts faith to our hearts. Thank you, Lord. Through your grace, we will wash in the cleansing, sanctifying waters of your word every day. The truth of your word sanctifies us. Thank you, Father. Your word helps to increase our faith because its power is at work in our lives. Thank you for the life-giving power of your word, Father. We rejoice in the knowledge that you are changing us from glory to glory by your spirit 
As we meditate upon the principles of your word, our faith grows and we are blessed. Realizing, Father, that it is impossible to please you without faith, we come to you fully believing in you and knowing that you will reward us because we are diligently seeking you. Thank you for enabling us to have faith in you and your word. The faith you've imparted to us is the substance of things we hope for, and it is the evidence of things we do not yet see. Thank you, Father. We realize that the things that are seen are temporal and subject to change, but the things that are not seen are certainly eternal. Through faith, we are able to understand so many things. Yes, even the fact that the worlds of the universe were framed by your word. This helps us to understand that things which are seen are not made of things that we can see. Instead, they are made by your unseen hand. Therefore, we will walk by faith and not by sight. We will choose to walk by faith and not by sight. Through faith, you enable us to subdue kingdoms, work the works of righteousness, obtain all of your promises, and even stop the mouths of everyday lions. Through faith, we shall be able to quench the violence of fire, escape the edge of the sword, turn our weaknesses into strength, turn our weaknesses into strength, become valiant in all of our struggles, and turn our enemies away. Thank you for increasing our faith, Father, through your blessed word. Amen. I believe that. I believe that's praiseworthy. I believe that it's praiseworthy. Amen. I believe that it's praiseworthy. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, uh, certain of the saints are going through particular trials right now. We lift them up to you right now, Father, and we ask, Lord, that you give them your peace, that you remind them of your presence, and that you walk them through, lead them through what they must go through. Help them to make the choices that are pleasing to you. In Jesus' holy name, we thank you and we give you praise, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you so very much for that. We thank you. Amen. Praise God. Oh, okay. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you very, very, very much. 
Amen. Hmm. Amen. Praise God. All right, Lord. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are our shepherd and we shall not want. For you have supplied all of our needs according to your riches and glory through Jesus Christ, and we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So we cast all of our cares upon you, Lord, because we know that you care for us. We know that you care for us. We know that no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. We know that you are in our midst. So we depend on you. We trust in you. We choose by an act of our will to believe you. The Bible says, taste and see that the Lord, he is good. Yes, Lord, you are good to all of us. You are good to all of us, and we lift up the membership of Miracle Internet Church to you now. Thank you, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, and all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, decisions, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, and orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name, and we bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and his wicked powers. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones, and we bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong men and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, listeners, reporters, watchers, peeps, whispers, familiar electronic digital technology demons and their attacks. We bind forced feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex crime, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, binding all vibrations which are demons. We take authority, dominion, and power over electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism, and mind control by the occult. We take authority, dominion, and power over Leviathan spirits and their attacks, brainwashing and kundalini spirits and their attacks, water and marine spirits and their attacks, sex devils and their attacks, 
unclean spirits and their attacks, passive devils and their attacks, all sorcery devils and their attacks, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation, artificial intelligence, smart dust, seducing, womanizing, drone spirits, and their attacks. We bind the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons, all targeted radio frequencies, all pulse weapons and their attacks, all microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequencies, and the attack of every druid. We bind all microwave frequency weapons, all 5G and components, in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, as we bind the stranger and their voices, the charmers and their voices, the seducers and their voices in Jesus' name. We lift up to you, Lord, all the attacks that come from what we call outer space or another galaxy. We bind them and return them to sender in Jesus' name. All of the attacks that come from planets, orbits, or other things, outer space that we know nothing of, we bind those attacks and we return them to the sender in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power over all the things that's going on beyond the clouds that we know little to nothing about, that's being used as weapons against your people. We bind the attacks, we raise the shield of faith, and we return the attacks according to the covenant on those that sent them in the name of Jesus Christ. We return to sender in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you don't care if you saved by many or by few. We thank you, Lord, that it is your might, your power, your spirit that brings the victory. We thank you, Lord, that you've overcome the world. You've overcome the world, and we are in you, and we are overcomers in Christ. And this, this is the victory that you've given us, even our faith. So we thank you, Lord, for strengthening our faith. We thank you, Lord for helping us to overcome every hindrance and every blockade that we have in our lives to ever-increasing faith. We thank you, Lord, that we will believe you more, that we will not be shaken in our beliefs about you, and that we will believe and act on your word in Jesus' holy name. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We thank you, Lord, that we are not forgetful of the many miracles and blessings and healings and deliverances that we have already received. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You have been so generous to us, so kind and so loving. We appreciate you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Thank you for every healing, for every deliverance, for every miracle, for every growth in faith. We thank you, Lord, and we give you praise in the name of Jesus Christ. We ask you, Father, to help us to see it your way. We ask you to wipe away the blindness that is on our eyes and help us to see, open our eyes to see it your way. We give you praise. 
We give you glory. We give you honor for it, Father, in the name of Jesus. We bind all mystic rituals and their intent, all hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic art. We bind Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Islander, tribal, Rukotoropresha, indigenous groups, Lord, when we are on our jobs, we ask that you cover us in the blood of Jesus. When we are working at our our world-centered jobs, because that's what they all are now, we ask you, Lord, to cover us with the blood of Jesus. Whatever we put our hands to and labor farther, we do it heartily as unto the Lord, heartily as unto our God. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise, glory, and honor. We thank you, Lord. We bind Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits, trapping them into their shifted form for eternity. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity, low levels of dopamine. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect. We bind all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, witchcraft dedications, and all rituals done on the phases of the moon. We take authority, dominion, and power over all the witchcraft and occult activity that is worked against human beings on the different phases of the moon in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind those powers in the name of Jesus. We send them to the feet of Jesus for immediate judgment in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits and spirits of infirmity. Spirits of supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block. Distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, corrupt, undermine, despise, bewitch, tranquilize, assassinate, divide, confound, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We want to thank you, Father, that you have given us power 
power to forgive sin. So we forgive, Lord, all who have sinned against us, and we ask you to forgive our sins. We release them, Lord, into your hands for the blood of Jesus washing us clean in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for this armor, Father, that we wear as we come before you. Your army assembled, ready to receive your command. Thank you, Father. Thank you for being our commander-in-chief. We appreciate holiness and your mighty power at work in our lives. Thank you, Lord. Heavenly Father, we bind the shedding of injected persons upon us in Jesus' name. We return in Lucy's attack to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind the fool's anger. Amen. We bind food, lust, addictions, and gluttony. We bind false flags. Turn to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowback, all vengeance, all blood rituals, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender, all witchcraft attacks through channeling and the satellites against the website, the app, and the broadcast, binding all abortions as a magical ritual. Father, we thank you. We lift up to you all the witchcraft, all the occult activity from all Cameroonian wizards, all their black magic, jujus, hexes, vexes, and all the evil works that they do in the name of Jesus. Return, return to sender according to the covenant in Jesus' name. All tribal, ritual, sin, occult, witchcraft, bewitchment, spells, vexes, hexes, and such, we return to sender in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all Chaldean witchcraft, especially witchcraft sent against members of Miracle Internet Church. We return to sender immediately in the name of Jesus Christ. And we bind them from being able to do further witchcraft against any member of this church in Jesus' name. We're binding all covens, all cults, all conclaves, and all cabals in the name of Jesus. We bind all of their antichrist activities, beliefs, powers, and works in Jesus' name. All of the activity that they do against Jesus Christ, we bind it. All of the activity that they do planning to do evil against the kingdom of God, we bind it in Jesus' name. All of the work that they do to undermine Christians, we bind in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus over every attack that they have ever launched against any Christian anywhere in Jesus' name. 
We return them to sender in Jesus' name. And we loose ourselves from those attacks. We loose ourselves from those attacks. We loose ourselves from those attacks in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord. Father, we ask that you release your warring angels against those situations in the name of Jesus. Father, if we have left the door open, we ask, Lord, that you teach us that we are doing something that needs to be corrected. Amen. That that door might be closed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We give you the praise. We return to sender of Spanish witchcraft, Brujaria. Set back, return to sender, according to the covenant, in the name of Jesus. We're breaking, destroying our social, emotional, and psychological ties with food and drink, which are displeasing to Jesus Christ. We're binding superficial religious acts and every act of sexual sin, and every act of sexual sin that is perpetrated against us in the name of Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, we particularly lift before your throne and before the righteous judge the attacks on our sexuality by witches, warlocks, witches, uh, sorcerers, shamans, diviners, pagans, and such in Jesus' name. We send every attack back in the name of Jesus Christ. Every attack, every attack, every attack goes back. Every dream goes back in Jesus' name. Every dream, every attack, every vice, every method, every methodology. Every trap, every lure. Return to sender in the name of Jesus. Return to sender. Return to sender. Invasion of our sleep time. We bind those devils in the name of Jesus Christ, and we ask you, Father, to release your judgment and your punishments against those demons in Jesus' name. We ask, Father, that you send your warring angels against those demons to attack, 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 attack in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the victory. Father, we take authority, dominion, and power over our finances in the name of Jesus Christ. You have decreed that we are blessed, that we are blessed coming and going. We are blessed. We are blessed. We are blessed. We send the attacks against our finances back where they came from in the name of Jesus. We return every attack against our finances back where it came from, according to the covenant, in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord. Sowing and reaping is in vogue, Lord. Thank you. The Bible says when you've done it to the least of these, you've done it unto you. And, Lord, that includes the rape of the young lady that we prayed about on Wednesday night. 
We thank you, Lord, for helping the perpetrators to understand how you feel about being raped. Because when they did it to her, when they picked her out as a vulnerable person that could not protect herself in any way, they plotted, they planned, they schemed, they manipulated, they worked their evil. Help them to get your point of view in Jesus' name. Now, Lord, the police decided they weren't going to do this, and the school decided they weren't going to do that, and Starbucks decided they weren't going to do this, and Kappa decided they weren't going to do that. But I thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord, for what you're doing for that young lady and her mother in the name of Jesus Christ. As for her deliverance and being set free and healed and being made whole in the name of Jesus. I thank you for her mother coming to learn about the true power of Almighty God. Thank you for it, Lord. Thank you. Others may not think it's important, but it is to you. It is to you. So many fathers have been put through that. And they always, no matter what the culture is, no matter what country, they want to attack the victims. You remember, Father, the swimmer that raped the young lady at the party and left her in the trash. And the judge let him off. He didn't send him to prison. The parents wanted to complain that he wasn't eating his favorite food. So the judge got demoted. And for once, President, Vice President Biden did the right thing. I was shocked, but I was proud of it. Thank you, Lord. The swimming people kicked him out of swimming. But he's going to get up and do it again because that's what's in him. So, Father, standing up on behalf of all rape victims, every single one of them, in the name of Jesus. Every single one of them, in the name of Jesus. Because, Lord, if if your mercy does not move, those three boys that did that are going to be three pedophiles. This mentality has been allowed too long in the earth. This mentality that you can just get up and shake off your, your male member and go on to the next one. Yes, Lord, justice must come because you are justice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There have been women in marriages that have been raped, but no no lawyer anywhere will take up their case. And when the opposing lawyer comes, he tries to tear her down, rip her apart, and make her look like a whore. Enough. Enough. 
We call for your justice. We thank you for it, Father. We thank you. We thank you. Too many men in the Christian church atmosphere are actually racists that have never truly repented. Racists that have never repented, walking around in this Christian atmosphere as if they've never sinned. Lord, judgment begins at the house of God. Thank you, Lord. Judgment begins at the house of God. And after they had done their wickedness and bragged about it, the students know who they are. They bragged about it. What reputation she had left, they destroyed. Thank you, Lord, for doing what is right. Thank you, Lord, for standing up for all the victims because no one else will. No one else will. No one else will. You said in the word that you couldn't find a man or woman or anybody to stand in the gap and do what was right. So you brought it yourself. So do. We stand in agreement with you. We stand in agreement with you. We stand in agreement with you. Those French soldiers went to Africa and they raped and violated and committed abominations with those three young girls. The entire village turned against the three girls. And what did the French people do? They shook it off and moved on. I'll be shocked if there was even an apology. Thank you, Lord, for being our justice. Justice must come. There have been many young women that have been raped and they could not go on in life and become mothers and have children. Why? Because they were so damaged that their bodies could not produce an egg. This is too much, Lord. But then it's used the other way. If someone is running for a political office, find anything else on you, they'll swear that you raped somebody 30 years ago, even when it didn't even happen. Lord, this has got to stop. This must stop. But nobody can stop it, really, but you. Thank you, Lord. Only you can replace innocence that was stolen. We ask you to do so, Father, in the name of Jesus. We ask you to do so in the name of Jesus. We ask you to do so. And for all the members of Miracle Internet Church that have been raped, Lord, 
whatever remains of the pain and suffering, we ask you to deliver us in Jesus' name. We ask you to deliver us and heal us and make us whole in Jesus' name. We're binding superficial religious acts and every act of sexual sin. We're binding magic spells for love, money, protection, black magic, white magic, candle magic, hoodoo, root work, lucky charms, high magic, and folk magic spells. Binding the demons of energy, boomeranging their wicked works upon them, Binding on magical language, magic signs, and magical patterns, even in numbering. Binding synchronicity. Binding and caging Poseidon and all other underwater demons and stripping them of their crowns, their powers, and their thrones. And uh, transferring them back to Jesus Christ because our power belongs to God. Binding all conjurations and summoning of demons. Binding Jewish black magic mysticism. Magic writings, magic artifacts, binding the essence of magic and Jewish magic by practitioners, amulets, bowls, precious stones, incantations, divining practices, magic spells, potions, binding all blockages to religious spiritual reception in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We bind all false flags. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, make-believe fantasy, fables, enchantments, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors, and the spirit and the children of disobedience, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines. Ahab and Jezebelic practices and spirits, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We take authority, dominion, and power over the spirits of pride and the king of pride. We bind them in the name of Jesus Christ, send them into the spiritual cage into the feet of Jesus for judgment. We bind our human, demonic blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind the works of all the queens of the coast in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind their witchcraft. We bind their occultism. We bind their evil. We bind their wickedness in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, root, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, unyielding, nature worship, deception, unfocused mind, idle mind, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, Weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, violence, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Woo. Molech, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Osiris, Isis, On, all false deities, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and the 72. We chain them with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' holy name. We undo the work. 
of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, coal and hot socks, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and signals. And we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the powers of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, power, pledge, or bow in Jesus' name. We bind the rituals, the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the worship, the grip, Freemasonry, the rituals of every secret society, and those of the associated organizations in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you very much, Lord. We give you praise. Lord, there are even been rape simply because the victim is black and persons of Confederate persuasion decide that that is a weapon to use against another human being. Thank you, Lord, for bringing justice to each individual and to each situation in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Rekide <laughs> We bind every spirit that was familiar to the lay of the sin. We bind the insanity, pride, work of errors, and foolishness of our own opinions. We bind being misled and misleading others. We return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head. According to the scriptures, we bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin, and we denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassment, and witchcraft back on their own heads as well as their mind control in the name of Jesus. We bind the spirit of you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief, and we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve, and obey. Thank you, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we take authority, dominion, and power over every grouping, every grouping 
of individuals, entities, and spirits that comes under the head of the Illuminati. We bind them all. We chain them all with eternal chains under darkness, every aspect of their existence in Jesus' name. And we send them all into the spiritual cage, into the feet of Jesus for judgment. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we ask for tremendous judgment and the sexual area in Jesus' name. Tremendous judgment. Everyone knows, if anyone knows at all, that former President William Jefferson Clinton is a pedophile. We need judgment, Lord. We need your judgment. Thank you, Lord. You see, Lord, everything he's done, he's walked away from it. Uh, the, the plane, the flight list of how many times people had been to Epstein's Island, and it's been hushed up. Unhush it, Lord. Unhush it and bring justice in Jesus' name. Unhush it and bring justice in Jesus' name. Father, we take authority, dominion, and power over every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, or transferred to us. We cut ourselves free. And we command them to be bound and leave us now in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem and elsewhere. We pray for kings and all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere. And those that are being persecuted or imprisoned or both are left behind in some place such as Afghanistan or elsewhere and the January 6th prisoners. We lift them all before you, Father, in Jesus' name. Even the ones that the globalists are desiring to bankrupt, we lift them all before you in the name of Jesus. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Father, we cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus. We cover our mode of transportation. We take authority, dominion, and power over all interferences, all breakdowns, all hindrances to our proper travel in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for dispatching your angels ahead of us to protect us. We cover ourselves and our property, Father, with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over all the demons of the night, evil dreams, bad dreams, nightmares, sex dreams, daydreams, any kind of dreams anyone or anything trying to get into our dreams. We take authority, dominion, and power over anything that we were fed in our dreams and any sexual activity that happened to us in our dreams in Jesus' name. We command them to stay away. We put them, the sword of the Spirit, to them right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, for your angels protecting us as we sleep and guarding over us. We thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the mist. We thank you for linking shields. We thank you for destroying and pulling down all the shields of the enemy in the name of Jesus, all protections of the enemy, destroying their protections in the name of Jesus Christ. We give you praise. We give you glory. 
we give you honor for it. And we thank you, Father, for your your presence in our midst. We thank you for the praising angels. We thank you, Lord, for coming to dwell among your people in Jesus' name. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, all witchcraft and any curses, and we send it back where it came from in the name of Jesus Christ according to the covenant. We destroy ungodly silver cords, ley lines, soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all of the forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We destroy, tear down, and undo all walls of protection around shamans, nanotechnology, globalists, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, diviners, pagans, and such in Jesus' name. We destroy the powers of every charm, love spell, vex, hex, curse, psychic thoughts and prayers, brain frequency meditations, fetishes, spells, sorcery, magic, voodoo, potions, jinxes, bewitchments, death, destruction, sickness, torment, witchcraft, witchcraft, ungodly blessings, incantations, incense, chains, cages. We break the cage and we set the captive free. We break the cage and we set the captive free. We break all tribal rituals and sins and return them from whence they came in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. The blood of Jesus Christ. And we break and destroy the power of all the wizards, warlocks, witches, Satanists, obedient men, witch doctors, pagans, Wiccans, and any other source. And we break their rituals off off of us in the name of Jesus Christ. Any lines that they have drawn on any part of our body, we erase it and send it back where it came from in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We send back spirits of hate, bitterness, anger, murder, envy, jealousy, wizardry, sorcery, bondage, fear, in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, and we thank you for the liberty that you have given us. We break and destroy any of their yokes on our lives in Jesus' name. We give you praise, we give you glory, and we give you honor for it, Father, in Jesus' holy name. Amen, amen, amen. So tonight, saints, tonight, amen. Tonight, our featured proverb is Proverb 31, Proverb 31, and our verse for meditation comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 16 through 17, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 16 through 17. Our featured ebook is Demonology and Virtual Realities Technology, and I did pl- uh, post a link in the chat room with the um, with the service announcements, as I always do. Amen. So tonight, saints, we're going to talk about love corrects us. Love corrects us. Yes, it does. Love corrects us. Amen. Love corrects us. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord, we must keep our promises to you. We must keep 
our promises to you. Let thy mercy, O Lord, be upon us according as we hope in thee. We recognize and are willing to submit ourselves to your authority, order, and your will in our lives. We are asking your mercy and forgiveness for our rebellion, stubbornness, and pride. Holy Spirit, help us to realize and admit when we are in sin. Lord, continue to correct our lives. Correct us. You want us to be better, so you correct us in love. Lord, teach us to dismiss our own opinion and preference for your opinion. We humble ourselves before you. Search us, O God, and know our hearts. Try us and know our thoughts. And see if there be any wicked way in us and lead us in the way everlasting. Thank you, Father. A wise saint accepts their heavenly Father's rebuke. A wise saint accepts their heavenly Father's rebuke. A mocker nor a scorner will receive this. A mocker nor a scorner will receive this. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Take to heart all of his advice. Take to heart all of his advice. Every day and all night, his counsel will lead you and save you from harm. When you wake up in the morning, let his instruction guide you into the new day. His word to you is a beam of light directed into the dark corners of your mind to warn you of danger and to give you a good life. Amen? Can we agree on that? His words come as a beam of light to those areas we pay no attention to. Why? He loves us. That's why. To learn, you must want to be taught. In order to learn, you must want to be taught. And it can't be sort of a casual kind of thing. It can't be like it was when you went to grade school. You went because they made you go. You went because your parents or your guardian or whoever was taking care of you had to go to work, and that's where you had to go. It's not like that. You have to want to be with God. You have to want to learn his ways. You have to want 
to be changed by him. You have to want it. It's got to come from within you. It has to come from within your very being. It's got to be a passion and a desire that you will never let go of. You see, because you have to cling to the Lord. We all have to cling to the Lord. We won't make it through these evil days if we don't cling to the Lord. And that may mean that you may have to let go of some other things and possibly some other person. But be certain in your own heart and mind that you are willing to pay the price to cling to the Lord. There is a price to pay. No, you can't get it with with currency. No kind of currency. It's going to cost you some faithfulness and some commitment and some devotion and some love and some willingness and some surrender and some yieldedness and a lot of obedience. You see, you can come to Christ, but after that, you have to stay with Christ. Coming to Christ is one thing. Staying with him through to the end is quite another. Amen? Let's remember that because it's the truth. A lot of people have come to Christ, but a lot of people have left him too. When he was in the earth, there were a lot of people following him. But a lot of them ran away from him when the persecution hit. The minute he said something that seemed to offend them, they took off. They couldn't bear it. They didn't want to stick around long enough to come to an understanding of why he said what he said. No, they decided that they were offended at what he said. They were offended at who he was. They were offended with who he was telling them he was. Never mind the miracles. They were offended, so they left him. Amen? You see, each of us, is going to have multiple opportunities to become offended in Christ. Offended with a message. Offended with God's behavior. Offended with other people's behavior. Offended with the circumstances. Offended with the events. If you you can name it, you can be offended. But we each must decide to rise above it. We each must decide to rise above it. At some point, your love for God must outweigh your offense. Your love for God must 
outweigh your offendedness. Amen? And that's the truth. That is the truth. Offended you may be, but trust him still. Hurt and wounded you may be, trust him nonetheless. He is worthy of our trust and our faith in him, always, always. Though we do not understand, trust him yet still. Amen? Keep living. You'll find out. It's the truth. It's the truth. Something's going to happen somewhere along the way, if it hasn't happened already, to highly offend you. And then you're going to go to God and show him all the scriptures that in your mind contradict everything that has happened. And if you allow it to, Satan will use it to destroy your faith. But don't you let him get away with that. You've come too far from where you started from to allow the devil to turn you around. And you've got to have that kind of mindset. You've got to finally decide that you're going with Jesus all the way. Because if you don't, you won't. Amen? you got to finally get there. You must arrive. So, to refuse, to refuse a reprimand from God is stupid. It's just straight up stupid. That's just something that ought not to be done. The Lord loves those who try to be good. However, if they stop trying, the Lord will punish them. If they rebel against the punishment, they will die. The Bible says so. Are those who don't simply ignore wisdom like a fool does. No, mockers are worse than that. Mockers actively actively, actively oppose wisdom by demeaning those who are wise or actively avoiding anyone who will give them godly correction, including this pastor. You see, to mock God is blasphemy. To mock God is blasphemy. Amen? Let's go visit in the book of Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 1. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 1. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 1. Whoso loveth instruction, loveth knowledge. Whoso loveth instruction loveth knowledge, but he that 
hateth reproof. He that hateth a reprimand. He that hateth correction is brutish. Brutish means stupid, by the way. The one that hates being corrected, the Bible is saying, is stupid. You see, you can opt out of stupidity if you will. God didn't call anyone to be stupid. So you have the right to opt out forevermore of stupidity, if you will. Amen? Proverbs chapter 15, verse 10. 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 Correction is grievous unto him that forsaketh the way. Correction is grievous unto him that forsaketh abandons the way. Jesus said, I am the way. And he that hateth reproof shall die. He that hates reproof, he hates correction. He hates being told, that's the wrong way to do that. You ought to do this. The one that hates it shall die. I think that's a category everybody needs to opt out of. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 12. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 12. For whom the Lord loveth, he correcteth. For whom the Lord loveth, he correcteth. How do you know he loves you? He gets on your case. Even as a father, the son, in whom he delighted. Amen. 3 verse 16. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 16. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. All scripture is of God and is profitable. You get something good out of it for doctrine or teaching, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Yes, every scripture is given to us by God himself and is profitable for our instruction, for our reprimand and conviction of sin for correction of error and discipline in obedience, for training in right living, which conforms to God's will in thought, in purpose, and in action. Every scripture is given to us by God himself and is profitable. We profit by this. For our instruction, we need to be taught what to do and what not to do. Our reprimand and conviction of sin for correction of error and discipline in obedience. 
for training in right living, which conforms to God's will in thought, purpose, and action. Living in a secure love relationship with the Lord, and even as a humble person, all of this, all of this word will greatly aid us in being open to correction and instruction. You see, there's this old adage that you can't teach the student until the student is ready to learn. Amen. There's this old adage that you cannot teach the student until the student is ready to learn. And I wonder how many of us are ready to learn what God wants to teach us. Amen. Amen. When we respond by resenting others, when they attempt to help us, it could be our pride, our rebellion, or our own insecurity. Let me help you there. When we respond to these reprimands, these rebukes, these corrections. You know, sometimes we just don't want to be bothered. We want to be left alone to do whatever it is we're doing, even when we know it's not right. We must overcome this. When we respond by resenting others, when they attempt to help us, it could be our pride, our rebellion, or our own insecurity. Unfortunately, we often do not realize that God may well be using the person and the circumstance to get us to change our attitude and to alter our behavior. God already knows what gets to us. He knows our weaknesses. He's aiming to use our weaknesses to help us to trust his strength. So, let's not be slow learners. Amen? Let's not be a slow learner. Every born from above believer in Jesus Christ ought to be a very secure person in Christ. You see, we are afforded the blessing of perfect love. And it's that perfect love that casts out what? Our fear. Well, let's work toward that end with the Holy Spirit. Let's work toward that end with the Holy Spirit. 
Yes, let's take advantage of every opportunity to conform to the image of Jesus Christ. God tells his people in Jeremiah to amend your ways and your doings. Trust ye not in lying words. Trust in lying words that cannot profit. But this thing commanded I, saying, Obey my voice, and I will be your God, and ye shall be my people, and walk ye in all the ways that I have commanded you, that it may be well unto you. But they hearkened not, nor inclined their ear, but walked in the counsel and in the imagination of their evil heart, and went backward and not forward. How tragic. How tragic. They decided instead of obeying God, they didn't want to hear what he had to say. They didn't yield their ear, not just the one on the outside, the one in their heart, to what he had to say. But instead they followed the idolatry of their own self-will and the imagination of their evil heart. And as a result, they went backward and not forward. Yet they hearken not unto me, nor inclined their ear, but hardened their neck. But hardened their neck. Let's visit Jeremiah for a little while. Let's let's visit with Jeremiah. He has something to say to us that should impact our belief. It should have significant impact on us. Jeremiah chapter 5, verse 3. Jeremiah chapter 5, verse 3. Jeremiah chapter 5 and verse 3. O Lord, are not thine eyes upon the truth? Thou hast stricken them, but they have not grieved. Thou hast consumed them, but they have refused to receive correction. You see, God brought punishment, and no matter what he did, they didn't receive correction. O Lord, are not thine eyes upon the truth? Thou hast stricken them, but they have not grieved. Thou hast consumed them, but they have refused to receive correction. They have made their faces harder than a rock. They have refused to return. Pretty bad. 
That's extremely bad saying. Proverbs chapter 29, verse 17. Proverbs chapter 29 and verse 17. Proverbs chapter 29 and verse 17. Correct thy son, and he shall give thee rest. Yea, he shall give delight unto thy soul. Says correct. Don't sit back and just go along to get along in the household. No. Bring correction. Love corrects us. You don't want to start yet another argument so you just don't say anything. That's not necessarily the wisdom of God. Amen. That's not necessarily the wisdom of God. Perhaps you should seek God for his plan. Amen? For his plan. Job chapter 5, verse 17. Job. Job chapter 5, verse 17. Job chapter 5, verse 17. Behold, Happy is the man whom God corrected. Happy is the man whom God corrected. Therefore, despise not thou the chastening of the Almighty. Despise not thou the chastening of the Almighty. You know, saints, we ought to remember this one. This is one we ought to memorize. This is a scripture that we ought to memorize. Amen? Proverbs chapter 13, verse 24. Proverbs chapter 13, verse... Proverbs chapter 13, verse 24. He that spareth his rod hateth his son. He that spareth his rod hateth his son. But he that loveth him chasteneth him the time. You see, he's saying if you spare the rod when it should be applied, that's hatred. When it's necessary, if you Apply the proper chastisement, that's love. You see, God looks at things differently from humans in the flesh. Amen? Amen. It is so. Saints, there is an intrinsic value in correction. There is an intrinsic value in correction. The correction itself is designed to encourage the change of attitude and behavior which is desired. The correction itself is designed to encourage 
the change of attitude and the behavior to that that is desired. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 11. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 11. Hebrews 12, verse 11. Now, no chastening, no chastening for the present seemeth to be joyous, but grievous. Nevertheless, afterward, it yielded the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. It brings forth fruit. It brings forth fruit. Righteous fruit. Hmm. Being punished isn't enjoyable while it's happening. It hurts. But afterwards, we can see the result, a quiet growth in grace and character. A quiet growth in grace and in character. Wow. Growth in grace and character. What a blessing. What a blessing. Beginners or even seasoned saints sometimes refuse to receive instruction or correction. Though they need the help, they will not ask for it. Though they need the help, they will not ask for it. And even worse, they resent anyone who might offer to give a tip. Why? 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 Pride and insecurity. But they will tell you that it's fear. <laughs> Pride and insecurity. But they will tell you new parents are this way too. Oh, but they are. You see, the in-laws may simply offer a suggestion. Ah. And rather than take the suggestion into consideration, the new parents quote to the in-laws, what they read online. In other words, your experience does not matter. Your wisdom from your years of doing what I'm attempting to do just doesn't rate. I read Joe Blow online. You know, I have never forgotten what happened with that guy called Dr. Buck. 
He wrote all these books giving advice to parents on what to do about children. Oh, you need to do this and you need to do that. And you need to do this and you need to do that. But when he got his own children, he came back and said, forget all of that I wrote. I didn't know what I was talking about. Now, how'd you like that? Amen. The Lord. Praise the Lord. Can't you just hear it now? Ah, God says in Proverbs chapter 8, verse 14, God says in Proverbs chapter 8, amen, Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 8, verse 14, counsel is mine and sound wisdom. I am understanding. I have strength. Yes, this is God speaking. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 14. God speaking here. Counsel is mind and sound wisdom. I am understanding. I have strength. Perhaps you should go back and meditate on that particular scripture for a while. Proverbs chapter 21 verse 30. Proverbs Chapter 21, verse 30. Proverbs, chapter 21, verse 30. There is no wisdom, nor understanding, nor counsel against the Lord. There is no wisdom, nor understanding, nor counsel against the Lord. Amen. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 14. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 14. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 14. Where no counsel is, the people fall. That is the truth. Where no counsel is, will fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. Hopefully one of them will have heard from the Lord. Proverbs, chapter 24, verse 6. Proverbs. Verse 6. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 6. For by wise counsel thou shalt make thy war. For by wise counsel, not just any counsel, 
wise counsel, thou shalt make thy war. And in multitude of counselors, there is safety. Mm-hmm. Proverbs chapter 23, verse 22. Proverbs chapter 23, verse 22. Proverbs chapter 23, verse 22. Hearken. Listen with intent to obey. Hearken. Unto thy father that begat thee, and despise not thy mother when she is old. Amen? Amen. You know they're called mother-in-law, father-in-law. You know. Amen. A well-grounded, and secure person, no matter how he is doing, is always open to correction and suggestions for wise action in order to better themselves. A well-grounded and secure person is always open for correction and suggestions for wise action in order to better themselves. The scriptures are given to us for correction. We ought to constantly ingest and reread them. We ought to listen as they are taught. We need to give them full attention without distraction. We must learn to become doers of God's word and not hearers only. Fools are highly defensive, putting others down and won't admit error. They will not listen. The word of God is indwelling you as a believer. You should be in an ever-learning posture before your Lord and others. You know, saints, to be blunt, God can use your pet. To teach you a thing or two mm-hmm. A good Christian Is characterized By true Humility True humility Not the put on time You know Like you're wearing a garment That doesn't really fit No, 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 the real thing, the real deal, the kind you only get from God, that kind. That's the brand we're looking for. Amen. Mm-hmm. True humility. A humble spirit is a teachable one. 
A teachable spirit can be found only in a person who is seeking to correct the insecurities and pride that constantly plague and harass them. We should submit ourselves to the truth of God's word. The greater one lives in us as a child of God. Yes, even greater than all the hindrances and hang-ups. Remember, we are a new creation in Christ, armed with the truth that God lives within us. We should use this armor by speaking forth God's word that we are who we are in Christ, not who we are by natural birth. God is our new parent. So we should rest securely in his love and correction. We can refuse to be stubborn or unteachable. We can refuse stubborn or unteachable. It's our choice. It's an act of our will. We can choose to open our hearts to his correction, and we will obey his command. No longer will we resent and avoid those who endeavor to help us. Father, we humble ourselves at your and we desire to become your very own secure children. We repent of all insecurity, pride, and resistance, which breeds unbelief. First Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4. First Corinthians chapter 13, Verse 4, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4. Charity suffereth long and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity or love vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up doth not behave itself unseemly or in an unfitting manner, not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil, rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth. Amen.
Can you agree? Isaiah chapter 64, verse 8. Isaiah chapter 64. Isaiah chapter 64, verse 8. But now, O Lord, thou art our Father. We are the clay, and thou art potter, and we all are the work of thy hand. Amen? Amen. Matthew chapter 6, verse 10. Matthew, chapter 6, verse 10. Matthew, chapter 6, verse 10. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. There's no rebellion in heaven. That got kicked out a long time ago. The Gospel of John, chapter 3, verse 30. The Gospel of John, full of John, chapter 3, verse 30. He must increase, but I must decrease. He must increase, but I must decrease. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable, Acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. James chapter 4, verse 7. James chapter 4, verse 7. James chapter 4, verse 7. James. Chapter 4, verse 7. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. He will flee from you. Jeremiah, chapter 42, verse 6. Jeremiah, chapter 42, verse 6. Jeremiah, chapter 42, and verse 6. Whether it be good or whether it be evil, we will obey the voice of the Lord our God to whom we send thee, that it may be well with us when we obey the voice of the Lord our God. Amen? 
Amen. Psalm 143, verse 10. Psalm 143, verse 10. Psalm 143, verse 10. Teach me to do thy will. For thou art my God. Thy spirit is good. Lead me into the land of uprightness. Lead me into the land of uprightness. Luke chapter 6, Luke chapter 6, verse 46. Luke, the gospel of Luke, chapter 6, verse 46. And why call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? Call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say. First Samuel chapter fifteen verse twenty two. First Samuel chapter fifteen verse twenty two. First Samuel chapter and Samuel said, Hath the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in Obeying the voice of the Lord, behold, to to obey is better than sacrifice, and to hearken, to listen with the intent to obey, than the fat of ram. God prefers obedience, listening to his voice. Obeying his voice and giving him plenty of obedience. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. I want to thank the Lord for this word. It's a it's a very encouraging word. It's a very, very encouraging word. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise God. We are requesting adjudication from the righteous judge concerning. It is official. Key Leaks founder. Julian Assange will be extradited to the United States to face espionage charges after spending a decade in the United Kingdom being tortured. I know you wonder why. Well, you see, they're trying to get away with everything they think that they can get away with before the inevitable happens. 
They're doing everything that they can possibly do to try to stop the Trump. They're very best to do as much wickedness as they can do in hopes that they'll get away with it. You know how that works. Assange is trying to appeal his extradition, but U.S. lawyers are petitioning a London court to block the appeal and send Assange back to America immediately. And I bind that in the name of Jesus Christ. What you would hope is that if there were any court proceeding and he were allowed to appear and actually speak for himself, that he could explain to people the truth about what's going on, what's being raised. This is a case of journalism versus authoritarian power. And we need to preserve the cause of the First Amendment and free speech of journalism against the powers that be. What we want to know is why Assange is not allowed to appear and speak for himself, but Charles Manson, a mass murderer, was, to which was offered the following explanation. I think they are afraid that if Assange is allowed to speak for himself and people can actually see the principle at stake, that they would support him. Basically, there's two alternatives. You can deal with people through persuasion or you can deal with people through force are revealing is that they do not have arguments on their side, that all they have is force, and they are applying it mercilessly in the face of true principles, principles on which our country was founded uniquely. They are relinquishing it to the extent that they do not let this man free. Remember when the CIA tried to poison Assange and steal DNA from his family members? The Julian Assange saga has been going on for ages after the powers that be punished the WikiLeaks founder for releasing vast quantities of confidential U.S. military records and diplomatic cables which allegedly put the lives of government agents in danger. Porters of Assange say he is a hero who is undergoing classic persecution for exposing the wicked and awful illegal illegal behavior of the U.S. deep state. They hail him as a true journalist, which, as we know, is hard to come by in modern times. Assange's lawyers say the case against him is politically motivated, arguing that Assange is being targeted for exposing state-level crime. They also claim Donald Trump requested detailed options on how to kill Assange for trying to do the right thing. 
Lawyers for the U.S. arguing contrary to this say Assange's protection is merely based on the rule of law and evidence, with attorney Claire Dobbins stating that he indiscriminately and knowingly published to the world the names of individuals who acted as sources of information to the U.S. It is these core facts which distinguish the position of the appellant from the New York Times and other media outlets, Dobbin added. It is this which forms the objective basis for his prosecution. It is these facts which distinguish him, not his political opinion. Assange faces 17 charges of espionage and one charge of computer misuse for publishing classified U.S. documents on his WikiLeaks platform some 15 years ago. It is now up to the High Court in London to decide whether Assange will be allowed to further argue his case before a U.K. court or face extradition back to the U.S. We want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudication. Amen? We are requesting adjudication from the righteous judge concerning pioneering artificial intelligence researcher, Eliezer Yudkowsky, has warned that humanity may only have a few years left as artificial intelligence grows increasingly sophisticated. Speaking to the Guardian, he said, if you put me to a wall and force me to put probabilities on things, I have a sense that our current remaining timeline looks more like five years than 50 years. It could be two years, could be 10. Yudkowsky, who founded the Machine Intelligence Research Institute in California, is talking about the end of humanity as we know it. He said that the problem is that many people fail to realize just how unlikely humanity is to survive all this. We have a shred of a chance that humanity survives, he cautioned. Those are scary words coming from someone, the CEO of Chat GPT, creator of OpenAL, Sam Altman, has identified as getting himself and many others interested in artificial intelligence, general intelligence and being critical in the decision to start OpenAL. Last year, Yudkowsky wrote in an open letter in Time that most experts in the field believe that the most likely result of building a superhumanly smart AL under anything remotely like the current circumstances is that literally everyone on earth will die. He explained that there will come a point when AL doesn't do what people want it to do and does not care at all for sentient life sentient life, although he thinks that type of caring could one day be incorporated into AL, at least in principle. 
No one currently knows how. This means that people are fighting a helpless battle, one that he likens to the 11th century trying to fight the 21st century. Yukowski said that an AL that is truly intelligent will not stay confined to computers, pointing out that it's now possible to email DNA strings to labs and have them produce proteins for you, which means an AL that is solely on the Internet at first could build artificial life forms or bootstrap straits to post-biological molecular manufacturing. He has also explained that AL can employ superbiology against you. If somebody builds a too powerful AL under present conditions, I expect that every single member of the human species and all biological life on Earth dies shortly thereafter, he added. Computer scientists have been warning since at least the 1960s that the goals of the machines we create will not necessarily align with our own. According to Yudkowsky, there is a lot that needs to be done. For example, an indefinite and global moratorium on carrying out new large training runs should be carried out without any exception for militaries or governments, although it's hard to imagine getting international cooperation on this matter from places like China. He also thinks that large GPU clusters should be shut down. These are the big computer farms where the world's most powerful AIs are trained and refined. Ceilings on the amount of computing power that can be used to train AI systems should also help as long as they are revised downward in the future as training algorithms become more efficient. Yudkowsky thinks that we should be willing to destroy a rogue data center by airstrike. He wrote that even nuclear exchange might be okay if it meant taking out AI, although he now says he would have used more careful phrasing on that particular point if he were to write the piece again. Although some might accuse him of scaremongering or being sensational, the biggest ever survey of AI researchers was released last month, revealed that 16% of them are convinced their work in AI will lead to the extinction of humankind. So we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudication on such matters. Amen. We are requesting adjudication from the righteous judge concerning a group of experts, the Office of the United Nations High Commissioner of human rights, has called for an urgent investigation into credible reports of Israel committing grave human rights violations against women and children in the Gaza Strip, 
and the occupied West Bank. According to the report, the Israel Defense Forces allegedly subjected Palestinian women and girls who have been seeking refuge and fleeing conflict zones to arbitrary detention, extrajudicial killings, sexual assault, and other degrading treatment. In an official statement on February 20th, UN experts, including Reem Al-Salem, special reporter on violence against women and girls, Francesca Albanese, special reporter on the situation of human rights in the Palestinian territories occupied since 1967, revealed the alleged arbitrary detention of hundreds of Palestinian women and girls, including human rights defenders, journalists, and humanitarian workers since October 7th. We are shocked by reports of the deliberate targeting and extrajudicial killing of Palestinian women and children in places where they sought refuge or while fleeing. Some of them were reportedly holding white pieces of cloth when they were killed by the Israeli army or affiliated pillarly distressed by reports that Palestinian women and girls in detention have also been subjected to multiple forms of sexual assault, such as being stripped naked and searched by male Israeli army officers. At least Two female Palestinian detainees were reportedly raped, while others were reportedly threatened with rape and sexual violence. Detainees have faced inhuman and degrading treatment, denial of basic necessities such as menstruation pads, food, and medicine, and severe beating. Palestinian women and girls also sexually assaulted and raped while images of humiliation were uploaded online. Moreover, the experts revealed disturbing reports that Palestinian women and children, including girls, have gone missing after contact with the IDF in Gaza. There are disturbing reports of at least one female infant forcibly transferred by the Israeli army into Israel and of children being separated from their parents, whose whereabouts remain unknown, they said. The U.N. experts called on the government of Israel to uphold the rights of Palestinian women and girls, urging it dependent, impartial, prompt, thorough, and effective investigation into the allegations. 
we remind the government of Israel of its obligation to uphold the right to life, safety, health, and dignity of Palestinian women and girls, and to ensure that no one is subjected to violence, torture, ill-treatment, or degrading treatment, including sexual violence. Taken together, these alleged acts may constitute grave violations of international human rights and humanitarian law and amounts to serious crimes under the international criminal law could be prosecuted under the Rome Statute. Those responsible for these apparent crimes must be held accountable and victims and their families are entitled to full redress and justice, the group said. The IDF promptly denied the accusations in a statement, claiming that it is not possible to examine the accusations in depth without precise details or proof of individual cases. Israel's mission to the UN in Geneva likewise rejected the claims, labeling them despicable and unfounded. They pointed out that no complaints of of abuse had been received, but emphasized Israel's readiness to investigate credible allegations with evidence. Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's office pointed to the official Israeli statement when asked to respond to the call for an independent investigation into the allegation. Meanwhile, the Hamas militant group responded to the UN statement, claiming that it serves as evidence of Israel committing genocide in Gaza. The group insisted that these findings should be part of the case against Israel at the International Court of Justice. The statement issued by a group of UN experts, which documented the blatant human rights violations to which Palestinian women and girls are specifically objected in the Gaza Strip and the West Bank, is confirmed and additional evidence of the crime of genocide and ethnic cleansing committed by the occupation group said on Telegram. We want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudication concerning such. Amen. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the Pentagon led a massive censorship campaign to stop Donald Trump from winning the 2020 presidential election, explained censorship expert Mike Benz on a recent episode of Tucker on X, the social media program of Tucker Carlson. The election had already been rigged, Benz added, a full seven months prior to Election Day, 
meaning the outcome had already been predetermined for a Joe Biden win. So what you're saying is they knew the outcome of the election seven months before it was held? Carlson asked Ben. It looks very bad, Ben's responded. The fix started in April 2020 at the behest of the Pentagon, which created a coalition that includes the Department of Homeland Security, NATO, and the Democratic National Committee. The plan was to preemptively censor any and all this over the legitimacy of mail-in ballots, a brand-new voting option that was launched at the time due to the Wuhan coronavirus pandemic. Four key institutions played an instrumental role in establishing the fix. Stanford University, the University of Washington, Grafica, and the Atlantic Council. These Pentagon cutouts, as Benz described them, all operated under the direct influence of the Pentagon to pressure social media companies to adopt a new category of speech violation called delegitimization. Delegitimization. That encompass any form of content calling into question the legitimacy of not just mail-in voting, but also early voting drop boxes and ballots tabulated on election day. This pressure was not merely advisory, but was backed by the implication of potential governmental force or repercussions for noncompliance, reported the vigilant Fox. Pull this back up. This included direct communication channels with tech company executives to facilitate rapid takedown requests. As a consequence, This concerted censorship effort led to the removal or throttling of potentially hundreds of millions of posts, particularly those questioning the security of mail-in ballots. According to Ben, the Pentagon staged the fix so far before election day because it was fearful about the perceived legitimacy excuse me of a Biden victory in the event of a so-called red mirage blue shift event they knew the only way that Biden would be able to win mathematically was through the disproportionate 
Democrat use of mail-in ballots, Ben explained during the interview. They knew there would be a crisis because it was going to look extremely weird if Trump looked like he won by seven states and then three days later it came out actually the election switch. Current would have made the scandalous Bush-Gore election debacle pale by comparison, likely prompting massive public outrage. So what we need to do is we need to, in advance, we need to pre-censor the ability to even question legitimacy. Ben's continued. Outlining the perspective the Pentagon had in scheming out its election hype. Hundreds, hundreds of key influences. So we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications concerning such. Amen. Oh, yes, we do. We want to thank him profusely. We want to thank him profusely. Amen. We want to thank the righteous judge profusely because he's what? He's answering our prayer. Amen. Yes, we do. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning a draft law in France has put forward an exorbitant fine of 45,000 euros, $48,627, and three years jail time for individuals who speak out against the dangerous Wuhan coronavirus COVID-19 injection. Professor, let me get a sip. Professor Mikhail, all right, Charles Udovsky, the founder and director of the Center for Research on Globalization, CRG, expounded on this draft law in a February 18th piece. He mentioned that on February 14th, the French National Assembly adopted a controversial draft law to fight what it called sectarian drift. The French interministerial mission of vigilance and combat against sectarian drift defined the concept as a diversion of freedom of thought, opinion, or religion, or religion that violates public order. Mm-hmm. In other words, sectarian drift pertains to ideas, opinions, or actions 
that go against the dictates of a totalitarian government. According to Charles Yudovsky, Article 4 of the draft law seeks to extend the concept of sectarian drift to health and medicine by creating a new crime of provocation to abstention from medical care. Under this edict, provocation on a sick person to abandon or refrain from following medical treatment if this abandonment presented as beneficial when it could lead to dangerous consequences is now punishable under the French criminal code. Under this edict, provocation on a sick person to abandon or refrain from following medical treatment. If this abandonment is presented as beneficial when it could lead to dangerous consequences, whatever those might be, is now punishable under the French criminal code. So acknowledge that this sectarian draft increased dramatically during the COVID-19 pandemic and the use of social networks. The CRG founder added that Article 4 aims to fight against charlatans and gurus 2.0 who allegedly promote on the Internet methods presented as miracle solutions to cure serious diseases such as cancer training and in defiance of science. They can drift toward behaviors of sectarian influence. The French government claims Charles Skudowski pointed out that French citizens engaging in these provocations could face three years of imprisonment and a fine of $48,627. But looking at it closely, Article 4 of the draft law codifies punishment for opposition to medical tyranny and the COVID-19 vaccine, even though the document does not mention it explicitly. Opposition to mRNA injections now considered a crime in France. Violators face up to 45,000 euro fine and three years imprisoning for questioning the science. The CRG founder and director further explained that sectarian drift points to nonconformity in response to an official, official government narrative. He continued, while the draft law does not explicitly refer to the COVID-19 vaccine, 
It constitutes an abominable threat as it criminalizes the protest movement against the COVID-19 vaccine. Lawyer David Guion also pointed out the absurdity of the draft law. In reality, it is clear that anyone who has criticized vaccination against COVID-19 could be considered of having committed an offense, he said. This is why it must be fought. According to Chazdowski, the draft law is the brainchild, is the brainchild of French President Emmanuel Macron, who married his schoolteacher. It will be presented to the French Senate by Interior Minister Gerard Darmanin in the name of former Prime Minister Elizabeth Bourne. What this decision implies is that the lie has become the truth. You can be arrested for informing friends and neighbors that the COVID-19 vaccine is a toxic substance, he remarked. What we are witnessing is the outright criminalization of the state apparatus, whereby politicians, members of parliament, and senior government officials are routinely bribed, co-opted, or threatened to abide by a diabolical project, which is literally destroying people's lives worldwide. The French government, the National Assembly, and the Senate must be challenged by a mass movement across France and the European Union. Chuzdowski concluded, calling on the French upper legislature to dismiss the National Assembly's adoption of the draft law. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. So we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications on all that was presented. Amen. God. Amen. Brother Marshall, are you there, sir? I'm here. You can hear me? Yes, I can hear you. But your, your echo just left. The most important part is for you, Harris. Thank you, Jesus, for ever living to make intercession for each of us. And thank you, Father, for your perfect love that casts out all fear. For all these various adjudications, Pastor is bringing with all the trouble we're going through, many of which I've heard before, but I did not realize Julian Assange was at risk of being extradited. Father, we do ask your divine help and intervention. So the arm of the Lord is not too short to save. And so the two of you on earth agree to touch anything, ask it shall be done, my Father, which is in heaven. And since, Father, we know our battle is not against people, not against flesh and blood, against principalities and powers, spiritual wickedness in high places, Satan, you and all your underlings, named and not named, are bound. Every mind-blinding spirit is bound. Every spirit of ungodly mind control is bound. Every ungodly spirit calling evil good and good evil are bound in Jesus' name. And we speak blindness, as I mean, mutinous, as I mean, they only hear what Jesus wants them to hear, pertain to each and every saint 
and all their family members and all those within this day before they're coming into the body of Christ in Jesus' name. Father, we ask for your divine help. You say, call upon the day of trouble, and I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. Deliver Julian Assange from this ongoing attack, like someone in a prison camp being drip, drip, drip a little water on the forehead, hour after hour, day after day, month after month. He's been going through so much for so long, Father. And he was just getting the truth out there. We used to be called the First Amendment, an opportunity to tell the truth. And that's what science used to be, too. It used to be, well, you know, we thought this was true, but we found that, hey, we found this other evidence that says this is something different. But the Bible says quite clearly, Father God, that, where is that, Lord? He says quite clearly in your word, in uh, 1 Timothy uh, chapter 6, says, Oh, Timothy, keep that which is committed to thy trust. Avoid profane and vain babblings and opposition of science falsely so-called. Now, we've heard some people saying, I am science, meaning the new religion, uh, whatever. Maybe like Scientology. But anyway, the new religion. Yet of course, you know, medical science is always right. And we've never made mistakes. Really? Isn't that interesting? So, Father God, we bind every spirit of outright lies and profanity and idolatry. In Jesus' name, we cancel their assignments. Every spirit of idolatry are bound. We cancel their assignments. All these people trying to say that Julian Assange can't speak the truth, and this, that, and the other thing. And we bind every spirit of ungodly fear in every area, including the uh, person's, a couple of people's points of view about artificial intelligence and how it could lead to not a very pleasant outcome for people that you created, Father God. And now we know, Lord, that you're going to create new heaven and new earth, so we don't, it doesn't really matter where we are, but, but Father, we know that Jesus is coming back to this earth, the same Jesus. And there's some preachers that say, well, he, he, he died, he died fishing. <laughs> no, he didn't. How could he preach to the people that were, were you know, had passed on before if he died spiritually? His spirit man left his body, He and, and, and when he came back, very neatly folded the little napkin that was around his head, which the Jewish people say, hey, I like that meal, I'm coming back again. So he's coming back. We know he's coming back. He said he's coming back. The angel said he's coming back in the beginning of Acts chapter 1. So, Father, when he, when he comes back, what's he going to Is he going to find faith on the earth? Is he going to find people, oh, just quaking in my boots? Father God, we thank you for giving us boots, but we don't have to quake in them. We thank you, Father God, because I will start up again. And those people who claim to be Christians, some Quakers, who maybe they used to quake under the power of the Holy Ghost, Bring that quaking back if that's what it was. If that's why they were called that, if the Holy Ghost fell upon them, you said that which can be shaken will be shaken. So shake that which can be shaken that needs to be shaken, Father God. The people are going along uh, just dealing out of their intellect and not out of the spirit, Father God. We ask you to pour forth of your spirit, Father God. Pour forth of your spirit. That all these things of ungodly fear about artificial intelligence, artificial life, um, may be too powerful for human beings. But it's not too powerful for you, Lord, to overcome. You know how to quench all these little problems. Even with Pat Holiday taking the trip to Ghana, I think she was with Pastor Sabrina, and they went to Ghana, and, and, and Pat had an exhausting long um, plane ride uh, from Florida all the way to Africa, Father, and she wanted to get some sleep, and I can relate to that. And she, she wanted to get some sleep, and there was this, the call to prayer for, for, the, uh, for the Muslims. And, and she said, Lord, 
this is not pleasing to you, is it? She, she said, she said, may I ask you to send an angel to break their machine? And you did. So, Father, we ask you, and they're still broken to this day. So, Father, we ask you to send as many angels, whatever angels are necessary, Father, the more with us than with them. Like it says, not only in Second um, Chronicles 32.7, but it says in Second Kings 6.16 6, and following, to send as many angels as you deem to be appropriate, Father God, to deliver all of us in harm's way all over your earth that you've given to people. For the earth is the Lord's. But you've given it to us, it says in Psalm 115. And we don't want the witches to have to claim that particular right because that's not what you want. You don't want us to be into trying to control people against their will. And there seem to be a few people trying to do that. Some people from the, the um, nation that is called Israel that some people think equates to the Israel in the Bible. Well, there's some people in Israel that may not be blood relatives of Father Abraham. There may be people, some people call them Khazars, some people call them by some other name. Some people who came in, they don't go by the Torah. They go by the rabbinical writings. They have a whole different point of view. They don't seem to respect, you should love their neighbors yourself. They don't speak to seem to respect the Ten Commandments. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not you know, covet thy neighbor's wife and all the rest of it. So, Father, we ask for divine adjudications in every one of these situations and your help and deliverance from the over, overrunning of, of people coming up with, with machines and different things that maybe even machines they're using to try to control the weather that may not be pleasing to you, Lord, harp or whatever it is. We ask you to break the machines that need to be broken, Father God. You know how to do that. Those that need to be broken. And we thank you for the ones that you provided that I don't think the military-industrial complex, really, they thought they could control all the narratives. And it seems like the, the little thing they got let loose on the earth has gotten out of their control, Father God. And they seem to be trying to rein it in rather violently, rather violently in France and other places, and maybe even in Israel. Oh, of course they didn't do any bad things. But, Father God, that's what they say. But what really happened? Are all these multiple cases of these women being uh, mistreated, uh, just just a coincidence? They, they're unrelated? They, they didn't have anything to do? And even the so-called IDF, Israeli Defense Forces, weren't really defending their own Israelites. There's some cases that things were getting out on the, uh, on the news, whatever you call it, on the uh, Internet, about the IDF even intentionally harming Israeli citizens, not just to mention Palestinians. They don't seem to care about human life in some instances, not all of them, but in some instances. So, Father God, it says absolute power corrupts absolutely. Somewhere, somewhere I read that, or heard that. Father, we ask, Father, that you deliver those people, the people of the nation of Israel, including the, the real descendants of Abraham, that maybe were given extra doses of the real vaccine, which wasn't the vaccine, they called it that, while the other people from this other group that pretend to be Jews, that have a different agenda, maybe they're given a placebo. I don't know if that's true. There's a little scuttlebutt about that. It was all a plan because the devil doesn't really like the, the seed of the woman. He, he really has a real problem. He has been doing this for a long time. What happened to Moses when he was put in the river? And when the, you had to sacrifice him to the river god. So, Father God, we ask to deliver us from every marine spirit, every spirit of perversion, every spirit of, of, of mind control, and every spirit of, of absolute tyranny, Father God, in, in, and outright um, despotism, like despots or like um, the people that are just 
power hungry, Father God, for the just, just for the purpose of having power. Well, maybe the nation of Israel really thinks they need a connection to the sea, and they really don't want those people in their land. Well, I thought it was your land, Lord. I thought you gave it to all the people of the earth, you know, respective persons. Father God, help the people in Israel. Those that really are your children, those that have been terribly abused by their own government, and every other nation where people are being terribly abused by their own government, including France and perhaps the United States, Father God, where elections were set up ahead of time to control, to bring about a certain narrative, and they were preemptively uh, told that you cannot complain about the ballots, you cannot complain about all these things being done by the DARPA or whatever, the Defense Agency of Father God, and all these people that were actually funding the creation of the so-called Wuhan virus. Yeah, what's sent over there, but where did it all start from? Where did the money come from? Oh, and who's funding what's the Elon Musk? Who does he work for, too? Isn't that interesting? All this uh, fourth industrial revolution seems to be funded by the Department of Defense. They don't seem to want to defend American people. They want to defend their own whatever agenda. So, Father God, we ask for your divine help for the people in France, the people in every nation, Father God, in Jesus' name. And Satan, you're bound. All your underlings are bound. Every spirit seeking to kill, steal, and or destroy are bound. We cancel your assignments in every one of these different situations in Jesus' name because of the blood of covenant. It says in Psalm 92.9, For lo, thine enemies, O Lord, for lo, thine enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. So we ask you to scatter every one of them. Scatter those people that delight in war, Father God. They're warmongers, Father God, not from the military-industrial complex. It seems like it's not just the United States. It seems like it's kind of global, Father God, in Jesus' name. He shall judge the poor, it says in Psalms 7, Psalm 72, 4. You say in your word, Lord, he shall judge the poor of the people. He shall save the children of the needy. He shall break in pieces the oppressor. Those people are coming against those Palestinian girls and causing them to be humiliated or raped or uh, have, have things printed, put online about them being uh, improperly touched or, or, or unclothed or whatever, Father God. You know how to deal with those people, Father God. Deal with them, Father. As a man sows, that's how he's going to reap. He's going to reap what he's been sowing, Father God, and including those people mm, that have been supporting Netanyahu. It means like almost everybody in the uniparty of the United States government. Uniparty. Yeah, uniparty. doesn't matter if they call them Democrats or demon rats or Republicans or rhinos. A lot of them think, think, oh, Israel, we have to support Israel. It's our great ally, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Really? But those people are spouting lies, Father God. Well, how did they get to be in that position? You said, let, let not an evil speaker be established on the earth. Evil shall hunt the violent man to overthrow him. In Psalm 140, verse 11, evil shall hunt the violent man, to overthrow him. And we ask you to hasten your word to perform it, Father God. Those people that have violence in their hearts, Father God. Now, if you can save any of their souls, the real human beings, maybe they're not the leaders of the different nations, maybe it's not Macron, maybe it's not Netanyahu, I don't even know if Biden's intellectually capable, if he's even still alive, or it's just one of his many doubles. I don't even, it said our battle's not against flesh and blood, and it seems to be manifesting in all kinds of different ways, Father God, in Jesus' name. But, but Father, you know exactly what's going on. We thank you for exposing them, and it's being exposed globally, all over the earth. Even hearing about people in, 
and sweet little Sweden that, you know, the nice little people, they want to go along to get along. They're out there with torches demonstrating, Father God, people demonstrating all over the earth. And the, the globalists from Davos Group, the globalists that didn't want to have anybody was vaccinated fly their airplanes to Davos. They had to have people that were unvaccinated because they wanted to get there alive. Isn't that interesting? How can they say the vaccine's wonderful, but they don't want vaccinated pilots? It seems like they're doing a little doublespeak, Father God. It seems like if people actually found out about that stuff, they might question the validity of it, not to mention all the the actual documentation of the number of people that had gotten the vaccine in, in Great Britain that died versus the ones who had no vaccine that didn't die. The percentage is, is really lopsided. It's something that's supposed to be safe and effective. For your help in every one of these different situations. Scatter those the people that delight in war. Scatter the people that are trying to steal, kill, and destroy. Seeing your bound from our position, seeing how many places in Christ Jesus, every one of your underlings, every spirit of mammon, every spirit of perversion, every spirit of all of the uh, marine spirits, your water dried up, asthmas, osmos, incubus, succubus, all bound and guided in Jesus' name. Every sort of Leviathan, heads and tails cut off, descaled. We can't share something to everyone we've interceded for, will intercede for, that are coming into the body of Christ. The multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decisions that are waking up, waking up, waking up all over the earth. We think of all these tent meetings that are sprouting up, Father God, near the border in Texas and different places. <clears throat> we thank you of many people coming to the Lord. Many people saying, what do we do? You know, sort of like the jailer when he thought his world was coming to an end. What do I do? What must I do to be saved? Believe in Lord Jesus Christ and you'll be saved in your household. Hey, and guess what? Those people that were being tortured by him, they didn't rail against him. They prayed for him. And they kept praising the Lord, Paul and Silas, when they were in prison with their legs in the stocks. Extremely uncomfortable, to put it mildly. Extremely uncomfortable. Like somebody getting multiple needles jabbed perhaps a lot more uncomfortable. They were extremely uncomfortable, and they prayed and prayed for his soul, I think, and his family. And they praised you, Lord, considering it all joy when we fall into various trials and temptations. Because you inhabit the praises of your people, not the boo-hoo, not the woe is me. So, Father, Jesus didn't boo-hoo when he did say, Father, if you could take away this, this cup from me, I'd be really grateful. Because he did come as a human being. He knew what, what it was like to be rejected. He knew what it was like to be despised and spit upon. He knew what it was like to be physically abused and whipped and tortured and his beard plucked out and a crown of thorns, long thorns shoved into his, into his head, Father God. But thank you, Father God. You've given us all the armor that we need because of the blood of God. Please, the blood of each of us and all of our family members. <laughs>
the work of righteousness shall be